What's happening? Welcome to Monday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Eddie saw me driving into work today. <laughs> I didn't know it was you at first. I also didn't know you saw me <laughs> way back on the interstate. Yeah. I didn't. So, I'll wait, let you. Wait, you saw me when we were closer to work? I saw you right when we were getting to work. Okay. I'll let you tell your side of the story first. Yeah, I'm driving in. I'm on the interstate. And, I mean, we're all probably going around 70 miles per hour because that's what you do on the interstate. And there's a car just up ahead that's just slowing traffic down. Like, people are just changing lanes, like getting annoyed, like, ugh, boom, left, right, boom, boom. And then it was my turn to get to that car, and I'm like, I want to see who this person is. So I go past him, I look over, it's Bobby, here he is, <laughs> like a grandma, his hands, both hands on the wheel, going 55 miles per hour. But that is the speed limit yeah, right know, there on the highway, 55. That's and I've got a ticket there. I remembered that. I was I like, don't, well, I don't ever speed there. Everybody gets so mad at me because I don't go 70 or 75. Yeah, but it is crazy because everybody's going 70 and it's 55. So it's like either you just go with the flow and keep up or you're, you're that or guy. You're that you're me, yeah. <laughs> and it should be 70. Why? Yeah, why Who is knows it why not? it just stops there. But you're right. I do stay the speed limit there because I've been busted for a speeding ticket, and it stinks. And to get one before the show driving in is awful. Bones, that was like over a year. I mean, what, two years ago? You don't have to teach me twice. That's crazy. Teach me once. I forget after a couple of weeks. It, and I, <laughs> Yes, I do drive cautiously anyway. I don't like going fast. I'm not a guy that needs to get that adrenaline out of me. Like, let's see how fast this goes. And I have a very fast car. Maybe one of the fastest on the road, period, I will say. But I have never put it over 88 or so, even on the <laughs> even on the highway. No way. 88. I, I have no interest. That's in, fast, I no, I'm not going to get to 90 is my point. Like, if I even get to 89, I'm like, oh. Yeah. So about 88 is where, because some of the interstates we've been on are 80. In Oklahoma, I think Texas there's, there's is 80. 82. Yeah. So, but... Yes, I do drive slow. That was funny pulling up. I'm like, it's Bobby slowing us down. Insane. It's always funny, though, when you see somebody. Even, you can see them all the time every day, but if you still see them on the road, you're like, oh, what yeah. up, buddy? Yeah. It's like the coolest thing when you see them driving because you're like, holy crap, there they are. And you have to, like, slow down and do a face or something. Yeah, anybody thumbs up. <laughs> when he got up beside me near work, I didn't know he was, uh, um, you know, behind me on the interstate. I was like, what's up, buddy? We were five minutes from work. Yeah. So, all right, well, thank you for that story, Eddie. Yeah, I don't yeah. have anything to say back except... I was obeying the speed limit because I've got a ticket there before. Sure, and I understand. And that that's the point of giving tickets. <laughs> right. Make people drive. Although I'm probably risking people's lives more than you are. Because yeah. I'm going yeah, the speed limit. Yeah, because you're going, yeah, yeah, slow. Thank you guys for waking up with us. We've got a lot to do today. Let's get started right now. It's uh, Monday. We've got a good week ahead of it. It's Monday. Yay. Is that still happening? Nah, I'm trying. I'm okay. maybe. So let's get going. Bobby Bone Show. It is that time of the morning where we open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My boyfriend and I have been dating for six months. We love each other and have talked about getting married in the future. But I'm only 23 years old and I am in no hurry. Well, over the holidays, his brother let it slip that he's going to ask me to marry him sometime soon. If he asks me, I'm going to say yes, but I want to focus on my career for the next few years, and I feel like getting married would be a distraction. Would it be easier to say something to him before he proposes, even though I'm not supposed to know? Signed, confused girlfriend. I think this is different if you didn't want to marry him. You can get, you can get engaged and just be engaged for a couple of years. That's not a bad thing. Also, the brother, what a knucklehead for letting yeah. that... 
You yeah. Can't, you can't mention that. You're a bro. That's a bad brother. Yeah, but he already did. And so, but even though she wa- does want to marry him, but don't you think she should find a way to bring up this part of the conversation? Because what if he proposes, she says yes, and then he's all like, oh, yeah, let's get married next year. And she's like, I'm thinking more like three years. <laughs> I don't think she needs to bring up that she, you know, would feel weird about a proposal or that she knows no, 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 a proposal. No, no. I think she just needs to somehow bring up because this will feel natural. To talk about marriage and be like, you know, I didn't want to get married for three or four years. I do want to marry you, but I, I mean, I, or say somehow bring up the conversation of what age would be the perfect age to get married and be like 28. But that's after the proposal. Mm-mm. No, before. Because you can bring that up. That's not a weird one. Yeah, because that's up. a conversation you would have if you're in a relationship and marriage is on the horizon. Or someone else can prompt that too. You can yeah. have your friend, you can talk about the perfect age to get married. Like hey, I saw a story in the news, like the, what age people in America are getting married. Like what's the perfect age in your mind to get married? And, and you can go, ah, 28, 29. Like I don't think I'm, we're, like we're going to get married, me and uh, Chris over here, but not till we're 27 or 28. I still think he's going to propose. And you can just be engaged for a long time. Yeah. But I think that's the way to approach that. I don't think you go to him and be like, hey, I know you're going to propose. And also, it's her boyfriend of six months. Yeah, that did not scream at me, but it does now. <laughs> that's early. That's way early. Why are you proposing, bro? That early? That's <laughs> Come on, man. That's really early. Um, I don't know. What angle do you take, Amy? I take the angle of like, just find a way because it's a natural thing to talk about with your boyfriend. You know, if it's someone you think you could marry, you don't have to be like, hey, heads up. If you're going to propose to me, this is my plan. You just, hey, when do you see, what age do you see yourself getting married? And be like, uh, talk about your career goals because that's something that she wants to do. And then that's how he can know. Similar, but I don't think you just go and have a conversation about. Well, I don't know how to, I would have I just told you, like you have a friend prompt it like, hey. What age, or, or be like, hey, I saw the story of people ages getting married. What's the part? Right, so you have to like make up the story. That's what I would do. I'd be like, hey, Kaylin, I saw this on Twitter. Like the age people are getting married. Oh. Like what's your perfect age? See, your, but I feel like, like when you were a kid, that's what I'd say. When you were a kid, what age do you think you would get married? Okay, there you go. And then you do the thing and be like, yeah, I can't even see myself getting married until I'm 28, 29. That's what she could say. Yeah, that and works. That doesn't hurt his feelings. And then if he proposes, it's a whole song and dance. Do it. Say yes if you want to. You can always not get married. Yeah. Or you can wait two or three years. Mm-hmm. I have a friend right now that's a, got a two-and-a-half-year engagement because they want to get married at some place, yeah. and that takes that long. Wow. That's our advice to you, confused girlfriend. But also, Amy has a great point. Six months, that's pretty quick. But <laughs> also, my husband proposed to me at like four months, and then we got married eight weeks later. That was pretty so. quick. <laughs> and you weren't even pregnant. No, yeah. not even. Nope. Wasn't possible. Much to our surprise. Everyone's surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All of his Air Force people were like, who's this girl? She, she pregnant? <laughs> But the thing was, he was deploying to <laughs> Afghanistan. There was a lot of reasons yeah. why we bumped the wedding up. We were going to wait like at least nine months. And then it oh, just... Uh, special month. Special no. <laughs> yeah. Nine months. Have the baby. No. Have the baby. Coincidentally. No. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Thank you for the email. Uh, there we go. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. LV Shane stopped by my house. Uh, I want to play a part of a song so you know what's up here. Here is uh, L.B. Shane, My Boy. He ain't my blood, ain't got my name, but if he did, I'd feel the same. This is the Bobby Bones Show. Good to see you, L.B. It's good to see you, man. How you doing? Pretty good. Whenever you cut My Boy, did you have that song recorded before you got a record deal? Because I know you started talking about singing it. Is that what kind of got you a deal, that song? 
that song is exactly what got me a deal. Um, I recorded that song several times, man. I, I spent, I got a, a really good, like, advance sign-on bonus for my first publishing deal. And um, I spent every bit of that money on recordings for my boy. The The recording that you guys played on the radio was, I think, the seventh or eighth version of that song. Why'd you keep recording it? It just wasn't right, man. And uh, it just didn't make me feel like it felt when... I played it acoustic, and I fought and fought and fought with with people in the recording process about it being acoustic in the beginning. And everybody's like, it ain't going to work at radio. It ain't going to work at radio. And I was like, I don't care. I, I got to feel what, what I feel. You know, regardless of what radio is going to do with this song, it's going to relate to people. They got to feel it right. And so Lee Starr, who's another writer on the song, came in and had this guitar part. And I said, dude, just go in there and record it, you know, and, this was weeks after we had cut it with the studio band. So that was like the eighth recording. And then we ended up going and doing the My Girl version too. So, Did you feel like the song wasn't going to hit ever? Like was there a time or a couple of times where it stalled and you're like, I don't, man, thought we had it, but we don't. Yeah, man, there's there's been like so many, there goes my 15 minutes of fame. Uh, it blew up on Facebook the year before I signed my record deal. Uh, which led to you know it getting some attention around town and, and helped with the record deal, but uh, it was six million views in like two weeks. The only thing I'd ever put on the internet that it went over a few thousand views. So I uh, I'm all excited. We're all excited, and then Facebook just pulls the video when when that thing starts to be top ten or so. I mean, did it start to feel like man, we we have a not only a monster like that's affecting people, but I mean this thing is actually like really gaining traction commercially when it got to top 10 we're looking at the charts and it's like man like steady chart flow it looks like we're gonna be good to go and then what do you know here comes jason aldean and carrie underwood and and then here comes uh marin and ryan and then here comes walker hayes and i'm just like jesus (laughs) christ Uh, you got it though you rang the bell we got it man we got it and uh it was a cool win it was for me it Man, I'm, the thought of me having a number one is like, hell yeah, that's awesome. But I just wanted to see the song win. I didn't care who was singing. It was just like I wanted, and not not to be down on it, but every, you know, everybody knows how it all works. And like sometimes those songs, they just don't make it. They don't cut through the noise. And and I was I was just going to be so disappointed if that song didn't get its spot. And I felt like the years and the and the faith that I've had in it, my co writers, my team. I was like, I just didn't want to see it fail. So. Thanks, everybody, for not letting us fail. <laughs> uh, Backslider is the name of the record, and uh, you guys go see a show if he's around. LB Shane. Come see me. All right, there you go. Bobby Bones Show. Let's go. And we ended up talking for an hour. LB Shane is the latest guest on my podcast, The Bobby Cast. That was a clip from that. Check it out wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, great. Love them. You probably love them, too. You didn't even know it. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Miranda Lambert and Little Big Town are going out on tour together again. Tickets for the Bandwagon Tour go on sale this Friday. The tour will feature a special guest, the Cadillac 3. Mara Morris talked about her new song, Circles Around This Town. I wanted it to be about that hustle that we all have uh, coming to town where you like really have to grind it out and figure out what you're made of. Kip Moore shared what his hopes are for 2022. We're all craving some sort of normalcy. We're all craving, you know, a consistent message. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. Come on.
It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. Last week, people were stuck on the interstate for like 30 hours. Their cars were run out of gas. Uh, some didn't have food, obviously, because it's their car. Do you remember the highway? I-95. That's right. <laughs> some might call it I I I I ninety five. Nope, nobody Ooh. did. But, uh, <laughs> when they were stuck on it. <laughs> uh, Casey Hollahan No was stuck in traffic on this I ninety five forever, and she saw a truck, a, a baking company truck, the Schmidt Baking Company, and so she called the number on the truck to see, hey, you guys got any food in there? There are a lot of people stranded. I'm hungry. They're hungry. The owner Chuck said, you know what? That's a good point. And so Ron Hill, who was driving the truck, started giving bread out to 50, yes. 50 people around him. That's what he had in the truck. Oh, that's awesome. Elderly people, people with kids. Uh, so and it lasted 21 more hours after that. But people noticed the guy was passing out food. And then other people saw him passing it out by himself. They hopped in and started passing out food, too. That same food. That's amazing. To other people. So shout out to Casey, Chuck, Ron Hill, and all the helpers. And if you're in Virginia... And you may be, you may be, because we have, our show's pretty big over there. Let's support Schmidt Baking if you're in Virginia. Pretty awesome. That's what it's all about, right there. That was tell me something good. All right, let's give away some money here. On the phone is Holly in Nebraska. Holly, good morning. Welcome to the Bobby Bones Show. Good morning, morning studio. Morning. morning. So, I love game shows. I loved Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. It was always my dream to give our listeners a chance to win a million dollars. It's just a dream. And so it's so, well, it's not that good. I, we're going to give you a chance at $100. <laughs> I wish it were more. We're going to give you a chance to win $100 in a game we call Who Wants to Be a Hundredaire? I'm going to let you pick the person that you play with, okay? Your options okay. are Amy, Eddie, Lunchbox, or Raimundo. Uh, one of them will help you win 100 bucks. Who do you got? Okay. I've thought about this. There's certain people that play certain games really well. But for this game, Eddie. Smart. Very smart, Holly. Let's do this. Eddie's been winning a lot of games. Come on. So many games that Amy and Lunchbox kind of resent you now when it comes to games. Yeah. They roll their it's okay. eyes. Okay, we'll get him. Okay. Uh, are you ready to play? I'm ready. The $1 question. And you guys can talk about it. And I'll need you to say final answer, Holly, whenever you're in, Okay. Okay. What is Shakespeare's first name? Holly, I know it. Okay. Do you? What? Yeah, I know it. Okay. What is it? <laughs> you first. William. <laughs> yeah, that's it. William. Go for it, Holly. Let's go. Final answer. Is? W- William. It's my final answer. <laughs> All right. She's locked in at William. It's William. Nice job. Yeah. All right. One dollar. You want a dollar. Do you want to keep the dollar, or do you want to try for $5, Holly? We're trying for 5 Okay. What cereal has a toucan, a toucan? <laughs> toucan. Hey, listen to how we say it. It's toucan. <laughs> has a toucan for their mascot. What cereal? Holly, I know it. Do you? Okay. Yep, I know it. Uh, okay. You guys talk about it. Go ahead. Say, let's, what is it? It's Fruit Loops. That's right, Fruit Loops. All right, say it. Final answer. Is? Yeah, I need you to say, just so there's no confusion here, say Fruit Loops, final answer. Fruit Loops, final answer. All right, she's in. 
The answer is Fruit Loops. That is correct. Yeah. Good job, Holly. Give us that money. <laughs> All right, Holly, you've won $5. Now you have an option. You can keep the $5 or you can go for $10. Holly, what are you going to do? We're going for 10 All right, here we go. Who did the United States gain independence from? Who did the United States gain independence from? Holly, I believe it is England. Or was it Great Britain at the time? What do you think? I don't know. You know, the British are coming. The British are ah, coming. I love it. That's so smart. That's Paul Revere, right? The British are coming. Yeah. I think we should go with that. I don't know. <laughs> I'm terrible at history. <laughs> No, I think, honestly, I think you nailed it with the British are coming. Let's go with that. Come on, Holly. We got this. Okay. The British, the Brits, from the Brits. Final answer. (laughs) (laughs) From the Brits. Do we accept the Brits, Mike? We need them to be more specific. Be more specific. Be more specific than the Brits. Oh, come on, guys. The Brits. The British. British. (laughs) You know what? It's only 10 bucks. The answer is Great Britain. We'll give it to you. Let's go. All right, $25 so, question. What? So just to clarify, England would not have worked. We would have also probably taken that. I mean, that. it's part of Great Britain. I'm just... We'd, I just... I don't know. know. We'd, you know what? We'd have to address that, so we don't have to... <laughs> okay, well, we might get that as a future question. Okay. And Okay. You want to go for 25 bucks, Holly? Yes, yes, yes. What Pixar movie is Lightning McQueen from? Holly, I know it. Do you? Yep, yep, I know it. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's my girl. Let's go. It's Cars, right? Yep, cars. Okay. Cars, final answer. The answer is cars. That's correct. Dude, she doesn't need me. Woo-hoo! Not yet. Okay, you want to go for more money? Yes or no? Yes. Fifty dollar question. The Liberty Bell is located in what city? Holly, I think it's Philadelphia. Okay. I'm not. I'm not one hundred. I would say I'm about eighty percent on that. Because I know there's something about the original Liberty Bell and then the one that they have on display. Oh, is it not the real one in Philadelphia? <laughs> I don't think so. That's what I kind of have oh, in my mind. Great. But So you think, hey, Holly, at $50, you think Bobby's playing games with us right now? And with, uh, the Liberty Bell is located in what uh, U.S. city? There. The Liberty Bell. <laughs> no, yeah, Holly, I... I yeah, I don't think he'd be playing games with us. I, I'd say we go yeah. Philly, final answer. Okay, Philadelphia, final answer. The answer is mm, Philadelphia. Yeah! Only two questions left. Do you want to keep 50 bucks or do you want to try for $75? We're going for 75 What are pancakes called in France? <laughs> what are pancakes called in France? Well, Holly, I initially went to Flapjacks, and I don't think that's correct. How about a Frida? Are they a Frida? Ooh. What does is he have lifelines? He does have lifelines, yeah. Oh, we do? Mm-hmm. Okay. You can ask a friend in the studio. You can do a do a, a coin flip, or you can make a trash can shot in this basket <laughs> over here. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Do I do the lifeline, or does she Holly? She gets to choose it. Okay. Yeah. Holly, real quick, before we do it, it may be a... Crepe, but that's got like right, but that has like fruit and stuff in it. So I'm going crepe, but I would use a lifeline. You're going crepe, okay? I'm I'm with you. I don't care. Yeah, you. I'm I'm good because crepe didn't come to my head. So that I mean that sounds legit. 
So do you want to roll well, it? No, no, Holly, wanna... if you go with Crepe, we'll get it wrong. You can ask a friend in the studio, too. You have three oh, lifelines okay. here. Okay, yeah, do a lifeline. Do a lifeline. Okay. Who would you like to ask in the studio? Amy, because she's the one that kind of said, does he have any lifelines? <laughs> <laughs> she did. You want to be point, involved? You want to be involved? Sure, if you need it. Go ahead. Okay, Crepe. Okay, she says it's Crepe. Now, I'm not saying it's right or not, but you guys want to go with Crepe? Holly? It's Crepe. Yeah. It's right. Yeah. I had a confident. I had a crepe party once. Uh. Okay. okay Holly, up to you. Crepe, final answer. Crepe, final answer is correct. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, final question for $100. Be cool, be cool. Holly, do you want to do it? Yes or no? You can keep 75 bucks. You can go for 100 Um, We're going for 100 We're going for 100 because I still have a lifeline. So. You have two left. You have yeah, yeah. coin. You have make a trash can basket <laughs> that Eddie can make over my head in the trash impossible. can. Impossible or coin flip. Okay. Yep. Here's okay. your question: okay. How many years? This is the hardest question on the entire list. It's for all the money. How many years are there in an eon? E o n eon. The how many years an eon. in an eon? <laughs> oh, oh boy. I would have thought that's made up. Holly, I have no idea what an eon is. Yeah. In eons. You've heard Eon. the phrase before, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. There's also Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. But don't, don't throw us confused. off. <laughs> don't throw us off. <laughs> Holly, do you know what that is? So say the question again. It's how many hours, you said? Oh, that'd be really tough. How many years? No. How many years? In an eon. E-O-N. Wow. Hmm. I have nothing. <laughs> hey, Holly, should we go down like the years? So it's like... A, One, a, no. a decade Two, is 10 no. years. Century is 100. Millennium. A, what's 1,000? Because they're not going to go 100 and, you know, like, they're not going to go 500. She just yeah. said the word millennium. Do you know how many years that is? Ooh, a what's thousand. a millennium? That's 1,000. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then an eon must be a million. <laughs> I mean, maybe. I honestly thought that that was a made-up saying, mm-hmm. like eons. <laughs> thought that was like, like n- I've never heard a scientist say like, "Well, it took uh, so many eons," you know. So it must be a huge, huge number. Yeah. Yeah. Let's well, use the lifeline. You Holly. can answer it, or you can shoot the basket, or take a coin flip. But if you do either one of those and you miss, you lose. Oh, oh man. Okay, crap. we better take take flip the coin. Are you sure? I mean, do you? I mean, what do you feel? I mean, I, honestly, what are your guess. You have a fifty-fifty <clears throat> shot here. What are your fifty-fifties in the? Like, um, all all the I have is a million. I would just guess that it's a million, but I you go I, from a thousand to a million. No, a thousand is. Uh, I know are, that's the say? last one you named. So, like, is there one for ten thousand? No, an eon. Okay, guys, I need an answer. You got a trash can shot. You got a coin flip, or you have to give me the answer for one hundred dollars. Holly, flip the coin. Flip the coin. Final answer. Okay, so your your final answer is flip the coin, so I can tell you the answer. Oh right? dang, dude! If it's a million, I'm I'm quitting. What is it? The answer is a billion. Oh, oh okay, let's go. Wow. An eon is a billion. So Holly, you can call it in the air. Oh, no, don't call it in the air. You can't see it. I'll call it before I flip, and if you get it right, you win hundred bucks. If not, you lose all the money. Come on, Holly. You want heads or you want tails? Heads. She wants heads. Here we go. Come on. It is. Come on. Oh. Tails. Oh, no. <laughs> no. You got all that money and now it's just gone. Oh. Like, man. That.
Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, how do you we feel? About, how do you feel about your partner, Eddie? Do you feel like he did a pretty good job, or did he let you down when it mattered the most? No, he he did great. He did awesome. And Amy's right. in clutch with a lifeline. So, Holly, we yeah, you don't win, so we can't give you a prize, but we appreciate you playing with us. Dang. And who uh, wants to be a hundred? I, I had so much fun. Best day. I mean, this just made my day, my week, my month. Hundred dollars would have been better though. Would have been nice. Yeah. All right, Holly. Have a great day. All right, thank you. Bye. All right, bye-bye. A voicemail from Peyton in Oklahoma. I guess I just need some advice. So I ended up getting engaged to my wonderful fiancé on New Year's Eve, and we were watching your show. I was just wondering what is the best strategy to save money? Because we want a good wedding, a big wedding, and we are also young, and we don't have any help with all of this. So maybe just some good saving tips. Let me know. Hey, you know what's interesting is Eddie's actually done this. I was going to give my tip, like, don't eat out. Like, that's where we waste a lot of our money or order on Uber Eats. But, Eddie, you and your wife had decided, I don't know, two, three years ago? Yeah. Like, you were going to eliminate debt. Yeah, we were in major debt, like thousands and thousands of dollars. Did you tell us how much? Yeah, I think yeah. I did. How was, much? Say was again. It, was it 20? What is it? I think it was like 30. I think it, was like, it started with 40. I feel like it's 40. It started with 40, 40 but I think, $40, in debt. I think in one year, I was down to like a little less than 20, and we got rid of all of it. What's the key? I mean, eating out. Eating out was huge for us. Like, just cut that out and you will realize quickly how much you spend on food when you go to a restaurant or even just fast food. So that to me was the biggest one. You saved $20,000 just by not eating. Where were you guys going? Yeah, but did you well, have to do hey, things were like- Were you doing steakhouse? And take, <laughs> take cash out, put it in an envelope or anything like that. Yeah, well, yeah. When you use cash too, you realize like how easy it is to spend money. So if you only got $20 in your wallet, you're like, oh crap, I, I'm, I spent all that in two days just by- Going to McDonald's. Like, really, it's that simple. I have kids, so when we go to Chick-fil-A Bones, it's $45, almost $50 a dinner. So top three tips, I'm going to put you on the spot here because you've done this, mm-hmm. to save money because she has something she's saving for. for number sh- number one. For sure, don't eat out. I mean, don't just buy your groceries and make sure you eat every single thing that you buy. Don't start. Don't. Oh, that's a big one. Don't shop for uh, for recipes. Don't get a recipe and be like, oh, this calls for rosemary and buy rosemary. No, no, no. Just whatever you have in the fridge or in the cupboard, that's what you use. So a lot of stew. So <laughs> SpaghettiOs. Okay. That's number one. Yes. Number two. I think Amy brings up a good point. Use cash. Credit card really just throws your mind off and you don't even realize how much you're spending when you just swipe or click or whatever. Okay. And? And I said click. And that's huge. Number three. Amazon, dude. That is a killer. Like just go on, you're on Amazon or you're shopping on Instagram. The shop comes up. Ooh, that looks nice. Click, click. Don't do that. Because next thing you know, you have 30 boxes in front of your door and you're like, Oh my gosh, I'm spending so much money. I think we all learned a little something here. Mm-hmm. Come on. If I stopped eating out, if we stopped eating out and stopped ordering, yeah. uh, we'd, uh, we'd have so much more money. But we do it all the time because it's convenient. And we're like, ah, me, it's my fault. It's not her. She's like, I'll cook. And I'm like, ah, why don't we just order? And she's like, are you sure? Yeah, because also there's something romantic about a sh- somebody at a restaurant <laughs> making it for you. <laughs> right, and sure. sending it over. And, and it's something you don't have at the house. Uh, Peyton, good luck with that. Thank you very much. Uh, let me do one more. Uh, this is Amanda from Michigan. Here you go. There is a Beanie Baby documentary on HBO Max called Beanie Mania. I watched it the other night right after I watched the Tammy Faye uh, movie. It is interesting. To It tells you about the rise and the fall of the Beanie Babies. So that's my suggestion. Check it out. HBO Max. 
Beanie Mania. Okay, I'll watch it. It's a 75% positive on Rotten Tomato. And we have a Beanie Baby we're auctioning off right now for uh, a pet organization that, that we work with here. And you can find that link up on the Bobby Bone Show Twitter page. But thank you very much. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So there's a video making the rounds of a guy who got his wife two sets of identical earrings. But there was a big difference. One set had real diamonds. The other set had fake ones. And she had to choose which one she wanted. But the box, the packaging, everything looked the same. And he was just going to return whichever one she didn't pick. Was this to prove a point that you can't tell the difference? And why ask for the expensive stuff even though you can't tell the difference? I mean, possibly. That's a running theory that's out there. And so... um, Why would I do that to Caitlin? I would never do that. Well, I don't know. Because you just like to do like fun things. And be like, hey, guess what? (laughs) Like, hey, here's this. And her... Like the sister-in-law was videoing the whole time. Their family thought it was hilarious because she did end up picking the fake ones. Did he mail the good ones back? Yeah, it, it's not clear yet if he stuck to it no and returned the real ones. No chance <laughs> but, he mailed them back. I mean, it is kind of that is if you're trying to prove a point of like, look, love it. here are these two gifts. Pick your diamond earrings and you pick the fake ones. And he's like, ha, huh, I just saved myself hundreds or maybe thousands of dollars. Do you think you could tell? No, I could not. Then I, why buy real ones ever? I don't, I don't, I don't have real ones. <laughs> real diamond earrings. I have my diamond engagement ring. But what about an engagement ring? No, I, I don't. Well, it just depends like how fakey fake. But if there's some good fake, <laughs> I could probably not tell. I guess I don't know the difference in fake and fakey fake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what else? So speaking of fakey fake, um, KFC is about to debut a plant-based fried chicken. Oof, yeah. Well, it's, it you actually... People, yeah, I don't know about that. Yeah, it actually might be out near you. I mean, they're kind of rolling it out throughout the country. But it's a way to offer more plant-based options for people that are being more conscious, either health-wise or because of, of the environment. You know, what's funny about that is that the same way with the rings, I bet if I ate this chicken and didn't know, I would think it was chicken. Because they do a really good job at some of this Impossible Burger. It's the Beyond Meat. It's their plant-based chicken. And then it's going to be fried. So, I mean, anything fried, you can't tell the difference. I think if you put them and said, hey, one of these is fake, I'd be able to tell. But if you just gave it to me and said, hey, here's new new chicken cooked a different way, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, hmm, that's good. Yeah, I tried to feed my husband plant-based ribs once. He could tell. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. (laughs) It's like, get this out of my face. But I made them hoping he would. I did not tell him. And I served it with mashed potatoes. That's crazy. Broccoli. Uh, guys, here's a little plant, <laughs> plant-based brisket for you. <laughs> Get out it's of here. A, I put the barbecue sauce on top so you couldn't really tell, but then it, like the texture was just a little off and then there's no bone. <laughs> <laughs> that was the giveaway. <laughs> it was called a, as a K-rib. <laughs> you know how they have a name slightly off? There's a silent K. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was back in my vegan days. Okay. Dirk's Bentley. rib. It's like three R's. Go ahead. Sorry. So Dirk's Bentley, he's back in the studio working on an album. Album, and here he is talking about it. Really excited about it. It's going to sound pretty different than the, the current songs I've had out gone and, and beers on me. Um, trying to draw on some stuff I've done in the past. Albums like Modern Day Drifter, but still give it a, a contemporary feel. Now, there's no word on when the album's going to be out, but it's been more than three years since The Mountain came out, so hopefully it's soon. I was talking to him about this. Oh, we do have Inside Scoop. I do. I don't know if I'm allowed to, to say that. And it's oh, not so even it like was... breaking news, but we, him and I were hanging out. We did the New Year's show together, basically. And so he does have songs coming first and probably pretty quickly and then a whole album coming out, but not for a little bit. Yeah. When y'all were working together, was that, this was like obviously off screen talk? 
Yeah. And then, but when y'all were on screen, did y'all have scripts that you stuck to or you no, banter? No, no. Dirks, Dirks don't do script. <laughs> Dirks, Dirks does Dirks. Dirks is all over the place. <laughs> um, and I love him. But no, it's like mostly we'd have, I'd have a bit idea and I would say, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do resolutions for each other. And here's some that you can say to me or you can come up with your own. Here's what I'm going to say probably to you just so you know, so you're not shocked. And so I'd kind of guide it, line it out. And the one time I didn't before we went on, he goes, hey, th- you're the comedy guy. Tell me what to do here. Like, what do you want to do? Because we're live on national TV. And so Dirk's is really funny, but he was also like, hey, tell me the direction you want to go because I'll, I'll go there with you. Mm-hmm. So did he come up with your chest insult? insult? Or did you did you I, feed him that? I, I gave him, hey, you should work out a little more okay. or something like that, that he modified it his way and made it Dirk's funny. That's cool to know yeah. that. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, I mean, that's what I was curious about. And the, that answered it was the banter. Was it scripted? Yeah. No, or not scripted. Organic. We just kind of talked about what we we're going to talk about and then did it and he ran his own way. All right, is that it? Yep. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So this guy was backcountry skiing in Colorado with some friends and his dog when an avalanche took place and his dog went down. Oh, man. With the snow. So they were searching and searching and some nearby skiers saw what was going on. They're like, oh, we can help search. So everybody starts looking. And after a lot of digging, they finally see Apollo's nose sneaking, sticking out That's of the crazy. snow. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy mm-hmm. that they found the dog. Yeah. If, let's say you're a human. You're trapped in an avalanche. Let's say you're skiing and it comes over you. What happens a lot of times is you get flipped around and you don't know what side's up or down. So if you're digging, sometimes you don't you're, know if you're digging, you the, right digging in the ground. How would you? Here's a challenge. Here's a question for you guys. Okay. How would you guys figure out which way was up, which way was down? The light. But if I there's feel, no light, you're covered in snow. It's all dark. I just feel like something would shine. Yeah. But I don't know. Is there- if you're covered in five foot of snow, you're not, there's really going to be no light. How would I figure it out? Mm-hmm. Don't know. like you're trapped right now. You, there's no light. You can't see the sun. Is okay. this some survival thing you yeah. know about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bear oh. grills. Teach you this? No. No, just life, Eddie. Does it have to do with warmth? <laughs> like maybe no. one side's warmer than the other? No. Pee. Oh, Which direction does your pee go? That's genius. Kind of, but yeah. So if you can't pee, what you do is you, you let spit fall out of your mouth. And whichever oh. way it goes, that's Whichever down. way it goes. I guess it's hard to pee because you have ski pants on. I just let it rip. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it wouldn't go anywhere but inside your that's pants. True. Whichever way the spit falls wow. is down. The gravity. Because of gravity. And then you <laughs> dig the opposite way of your spit or, as Amy said, your pee. <laughs> Whatever. Hey, I was on to something. So survival tip there. Pretty that's cool. That's great. Huh? Thank you. Um, anything else on your story, Amy? Well, just a bunch of people saw the dog. The bystanders came by. They started digging. And then eventually Apollo was able to wiggle free from the snow. And he was limping after the rescue, but has since fully recovered. And all of this was caught on a helmet camera from one of the skiers. That's pretty cool. I'm surprised they found him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's a funny story for you. Someone confused Lunchbox for a homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing? Well, uh, I got a flat tire on the way to work, and so I pulled into a gas station, and I just parked my car, and then I'm just standing in front of the gas station, like, just standing there, and this guy rolls up. It's a guy, two guys in a truck, and the guy rolls down a window, and he hands, he puts $3 bills out and goes, <laughs> man, this is so embarrassing. Like, and he's like, here, man, maybe get something to eat. <laughs> and I was just like, no, 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 like, I'm just standing there, and I'm like, are you serious? And he goes, I said, no, no, no. He goes, 
no nah, man like everybody needs help now and then i was like oh my gosh <laughs> like this dude like because i'm just standing there in front of the gas station like a, like i mean i really do look homeless i have a bag on my back you know i got my backpack i got my unshaven beard you know i mean it's early in the morning so Your i probably hair. do look my hair is long Close. and over my ears so i mean i guess i looked homeless and the guy would not he rolled down the window and you know stuck out three dollars and so I took the you $3. Dollars. He did? Of yeah, course he did. Thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you didn't. I absolutely <laughs> did. I was so embarrassed for the first, like, 30 seconds of him, like, insisting that I take the $3, trying to help me get something to eat. Like, man, everybody needs help now and then. And I was like, you know what? That's a free $3. So I took the $3. <laughs> And he's like, I do need help. No. <laughs> Take that $3 and give it to the guy that sells the papers on our corner near work. Idea. Yeah. He, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Great idea. Yeah. Do I that. Mean, but I'm just saying, I mean, I cannot believe. He's not believe, committing to it. Yeah. I cannot <laughs> okay. believe that someone thought I looked that homeless. I can. Yeah. yeah. It's believable. Yeah. It's very. Believable. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. You sold us. Uh, okay. Uh, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. Where's the warmest place in the South Pole? Where's the warmest place in the South Pole? On a map. (laughs) (laughs) Where's the warmest place in the South Pole? On a map? On a map. This is the only place that's warm. But not actually there. There would still be a warmest place in the South Pole. It may still be cold. No. Well, but I don't know that part. Is this funny? Yeah, I'm not, I mean, you laughed. You laughed. Well, I feel Eddie, like it was just I don't know why you laughed. It was, I think I Eddie, was doing, <laughs> Eddie was doing videos. I was, I was, and it's just habit sometimes. Sorry. Okay. That, I thought that one was so good. It, let me ask this question. Real okay. question. Is what? that the worst one that she's ever no. done? <laughs> what? Mike? It's not even comedy. What? Right, no, yeah. On a map. <laughs> hey, Bobby, where's the warmest place in North Dakota? On a map. Like, what? That's true. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't make sense. That's the worst one you've ever told. Really? Yeah, save this, Mike. We want to reference this the next really bad one. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's it, Aim. Wow. Do you want to give us another one? You just want to go out like that? I don't know. I have not been on a good run. So. And I hope it's not me because did you, do you think it's funny? Anyone? No. Anyone want to vouch for that joke? No? No. No. Eddie, you did laugh. I did. I'm telling you, man. I was, I was in another world over here. Eddie was doing his real job. And when I hear the what, 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 I'm like, yeah, it's funny. <laughs> Sorry, Amy. It's all right. Do you want to hit one more or no? I mean, no. Okay, there you have it. I, I keep doing that. <laughs> that was the morning corny. You can't go to make that stop. Once that plays, that plays. I know. I just, what I want to say is lately I keep, I'm going to bring some better ones, but I keep bringing ones that y'all aren't enjoying that I think you will. And then I give you like three more and it's just, it's painful every time. Cut your losses. So today I'm just letting it go. And then yes, tomorrow (laughs) I'm bringing a good one. Okay. Thank you. I was on the bike yesterday and I have a screen up and I was watching football and I don't look at my phone. I really try not to look at my phone whenever um, I'm riding. And so, but I like, f- I only have like four different services that I can accept alerts from. I don't have all alerts on, but I got alert. Boom, 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 boom. Bob Saget died. And I was like, wait, what? I guess one, I don't think of him being that old and he wasn't that old, but I don't think of him being 65 years old. No, I was shocked when I saw 65 because he, yeah, cause we yeah. spent our whole life as kids with him, True. you know, being 35, mm-hmm. but Bob Saget, Danny Tanner on full house was found dead in a hotel room in Orlando yesterday. No word on the cause of death. Police do say there were no signs of foul play or drug use. 
He was 65 years old. He was in the middle of a stand-up tour. He had just performed the night before in Jacksonville. Uh, He was known as Danny Tanner on Full House and then Fuller House, which I guess kids now know him as. Uh, He was the narrator on How I Met Your Mother. Oh, I don't think I knew that. He was the dad. Huh. Yeah. He was also the original host of America's Funniest Home Videos, Hmm. which went on for eight years, which that was a massive spot, but it was kind of overshadowed because at the exact same time, he was Danny Tanner on Full House. But I used to watch... America's Funniest Home Videos. Before it was AFV. Yeah, Before they had to give yeah. us cool names. <laughs> that's what it is now. We'd watch it. We'd, we'd, get, we'd gather around the TV and we'd watch America's Funniest Videos. Uh, everybody was tweeting out stuff, obviously, because it was so unsuspected. Uh, let's see. I posted on my Instagram, you can go see this if you want, a couple things about him that I found really interesting that were kind of mind-blowing. One, in 1979, he went on The Dating Game, that show where they have a girl and a wall and three guys and they're trying to win her heart. He won. Oh, wow. And so on my Instagram, Mr. Bobby Bones, I put a clip of that up. Whenever Full House was going into pilot, which means they were going to shoot one episode, and then if the network liked it enough, they would spend more money to shoot a a, a series. Right before pilot, they went to Bob Saget, and they said, we want you to be Danny Tanner. And he said, I can't. I've taken, he was kind of a host slash correspondent on the CBS Morning Show which is like Good Morning America or, you know, those kind of shows. Yeah, like a real one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a real one. But he was kind of funny, but he was kind of a host. And so they said, okay, well, since you can't do this, we're going to go and shoot the show called Full House. So they hired a guy, I think his name was John Poses or similar. And so they shot the pilot. You can see it on, on YouTube. The, the pilot of Full House does not have Danny Tanner as the dad. It has another guy. And so they shot the pilot. And they were going to go, and the network was going to yes or no it. And Bob Saget got out of a CBS deal. So the show got greenlit, but then they still, they cut the other guy. Oh, um, wow. Well, that's what I said. I, justice for John. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. John. Where is he now? And so uh, then Bob Saget got the job. But they never showed that pilot with him, not the dad, on normal TV. But it's in like the box sets. It's, in, uh, it's on YouTube. And if you want to see a clip of that, it's up on my Instagram as well, Mr. Bobby Bones. John Posey is his name. Thank you. John Posey. I was going from memory there. But, yeah, just have, oh, oh, I mean, with Bob Saget, which was completely unexpected, John Madden, unexpected, but he was older, and Betty White, not that it was expected, but she was 99. We right. were just kind of appreciating any time with Betty White. Been kind of a weird celebrity death. And when people go, oh, they die in threes. Well, no, they die in twos until it's three, and then eventually <laughs> they'll be a four. Right. But Bob Sackett died yesterday, which was completely weird. And you know, I didn't know him. I don't. Mike, has he ever done the show? I don't. Not in recent history. I googled Bobby Bones, Bob Sackett yesterday to see if he'd ever done the show, and I don't. I don't know that I, I ever recall. met him. Mm-mm. No, I think. No, I, for a second I thought maybe him, but that was Mister Belding. Yes, That's different. That was different. I know, very different, <laughs> yeah. but still, like, I thought, wait, no, mm, different person. Yeah, rest in peace, Bob Saget. But yeah, Mr. Belding uh, came and did a Raging Idiot show with Eddie and I, and mm-hmm. then we had him do some stuff. Dennis but, Haskins? Mm-hmm. Is that That's right? It, yeah. Uh, and he's alive still, huh? Yes. Okay. Well, now I'm all like, check. oh, no! <laughs> yeah, yeah, you may want to check that. No, but he's he's been great. Um, I did, also on my Instagram yesterday, I did a, a tribute to Uncle Phil from Full House, who died in like 2003 and a few mind-blowing facts about uncle phil he was a shakespearean actor he was the voice of one of the side characters in aladdin 
He was the voice of Shredder in the cartoon series Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles wow. back in the day when it was at its biggest. Like Uncle Phil had all these layers to him. Oh, wow. He's Shredder. Huh. Mm-hmm. And again, I put a clip up on Instagram inside of that. And I actually show a clip of the cartoon. And it sounds like Uncle Phil about to yell at Will, <laughs> but as Shredder the cartoon. Uh, his name was James Avery, so you can see that. But uh, this is about Bob Saget. Rest in peace, Bob Saget. I watch Full House every Friday. I mean, Full House was the coolest show whenever I was young. It doesn't seem cool now because it's very soft and safe. But that was most, that was network television. Yeah, TGIF. But TGIF ruled. You had Full House, you had Step Family. by Step, you had Family fa- Matters. Family Matters, you had Dinosaurs for a while. <laughs> I mean, Step by Step was yeah. awesome. Um, and they all had the same song, too. Family Matters was awesome. But Full House was the King Dingling of all TGIF. Rest in peace, Bob Saget, 65 years old. Uh, Boy Meets World. Hanging on Mr. Cooper. Oh, gosh. That was a legit oh, show. forgot about that one. So good. Yeah. Hanging on Mr. Cooper was awesome. All right. Uh, you guys can call us if you would like. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. We would love to take your calls. We'd love to have a conversation with you about whatever it is. You have a question or comment about the show? We'll take it. Here was the headline. A mom allegedly stuffed her son in the trunk because he blank. Amy, you said... I was bad. Cussed, cussed her out. Cussed her out. Yeah. Eddie, you said... He was annoying as crap. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys want to do that with your kids when they're annoying? <laughs> no. I mean... Why are you both winking at me? Yeah. <laughs> A Texas mother faces criminal charges after she allegedly stuffed her 13-year-old son in the trunk of her car because he tested positive for COVID-19. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and she didn't want to get exposed. Sarah no. Beam allegedly packed up her son and took him through a drive through coronavirus testing center in Houston, January 3rd. Witnesses report hearing noises coming from the back of Beam's vehicle when she pulled up to the tented testing center. The health, uh, the health services director at the site said, hey, open your trunk. And in there was the kid. Uh, she said she was trying to keep him isolated. So she threw him in the old trunk. It's terrible. Uh. The Cypress... Fairbanks ISD Police Department said a warrant was issued for Beam's arrest Friday on child endangerment charges. I got that story from the New York Post. I mean, I kind of laughed in the beginning because it seemed so ridiculous, but the more you read, the more my heart just broke for that 13-year-old kid. I mean... What would you have done in that situation? Put a mask on. and I've been in that situation, and I put a mask on, and I take my kid, and they get tested, and then we figure it out. Like... Mm -hmm. It, I'm not going to isolate her in a trunk. What if the kid was like, I'm 13, mom, put me in the trunk. I'm okay. Mm, oh. I still wouldn't because then I would be like, well, you're not going to be able to be buckled up. That's not safe. Like, I'm the adult. I have to make the choice for the 13-year-old. I mean, you can throw him in the back seat, mom. Yeah, with a mask. <laughs> throw him in the back seat and put up a little partition in the middle. <laughs> so if you have to. Yeah, a blanket overall or something. A, and how about she makes the news now? Mm-hmm. That's humiliating. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we read these, these stories and we're like, ah, oh, that's kooky. But that's really somebody. Oh, I know. That's why the more you read, I was like, oh, man, this is a real parent-child relationship. And is she making other poor decisions for her child? Or I I would say to that, for sure. Well, (laughs) You don't just make one bad decision. You got a whole basket of them. I'm holding out hope that COVID has made people crazy and that this is a COVID crazy Mm. moment. Okay. Uh, Let's do What's the Haps. Hey. Hey, what's the haps? I will start with you because speaking of COVID crazy moments, I got a text from, well, Caitlin got a text from you yesterday because we were talking about it. She was like, Amy's got to go get COVID tested. She thinks they have COVID. 
Yeah, well, I was trying to think of the people that we had been around, and I was like, well, I guess I better let people know that I've had a headache for like 36 hours, and my daughter has 101.1 fever. It's COVID! Oh my God! It's yeah. COVID! Yeah. Put her in the trunk! <laughs> <laughs> so I immediately assumed we were positive for COVID, got some at home tests from another friend, and tested them, and we were negative. But something about me, me administering, during the test just made me feel like I don't know if I did this right. We have to have COVID. I, my head is pounding. She's got this high fever. What else could it be? So I go to get a more professional test. And so we get in the car and we drive and we go get the test. Negative. So I don't know. Next day she woke up. No fever. Good to go. I My headache was gone. Sounds so. like carbon monoxide poisoning. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, yeah, I'm just diagnosing <laughs> stuff. That's what everybody else does. Yeah, yeah, so we had a COVID scare in our home. But, but you're both feeling better now? Thankfully, we're better, and we were totally negative twice. Twice in like three hours, so. We have some more rapid tests, and so I told Caitlin, tell Amy we have rapid tests, and she's like, they already rapidated. Mm-hmm. If that's a term, rapidated. <laughs> now it is. Yes. I rapidated, but I didn't trust mm-hmm. myself. Well, thumbs up that you don't have COVID. Thank you. I know, thumbs up. Not that you wouldn't have been okay, but you wouldn't have been able to work. Honestly, I thought, oh, that's because I've been saying I haven't gotten it. And I'm trying to knock on wood all the time because I haven't gotten it for whatever reason in the last two years. But I also, I kind of just wanted it because then... I I don't want that for other people, but in our household, I think we would be fine. So I want to just get it and then get the antibodies and then we just move on, at least in our household for a little while, at least. Where do you stand right now? On? I don't know. On getting it? Well, just enjoy Everyone's always like, what, what's your stance on COVID? I'm like, well, it sucks. I hate not being able to do stuff. Yes, it's awful. Uh, my stance is... I'm vaccinated. My stance is vaccine and then live your life. Open yeah. it up. Door wide open. Run through the hallway. John Mayer song. Scream at the I want to run through the calls of the how. Yeah. I have started to wear my mask more again, but that's just being, I think maybe I'm wanting to just, if I see other people in a mask, try to just give them comfort. Yeah. Obviously, even though I got COVID negative, COVID negative right in a row, we went to run some errands right after. And I was like, well, either way, my daughter still just had 101 fever. So I'm just going to wear a mask in case I'm spreading a different type of virus. Well, before COVID, I was full mask anyway. Yeah. I would get on an airplane, wear a mask. People would be like, what's up with this weirdo? <laughs> and I loved it. But now everybody's like, I don't wear one at all. See, Everyone's I try, a weirdo. I, I try to go the opposite way. Uh, okay. Thank you, Amy. Hey. Hey, what's the hacks? Uh, my what's the haps is... Caitlin and I were going to go away this weekend, and we had a, the biggest snowstorm, you know, since the 1800s where we live, and we weren't. We were just snowed in. And so her parents were here. We hung out with them for a day, and they left, but we had had some plans to kind of get away, but we weren't able to do it. So we played a bunch of cards. I played a good amount of Madden, watched some football, and we just kind of hung out. But a little disappointing. We weren't able to get away. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, but this Saturday, I'm going to Orlando. Oh, for no, what? Not with her. It's not a... I get a uh, Disney? No, no, no. <laughs> I'm going to speak at a convention, like a corporate thing. Uh, so that's warm. Yeah. I'm only going to go for like 10 hours, but that's that, that's a warm 10 hours. But that was it. It snowed like crazy. I did see a story, too, about all the snow, where on Thursday and Friday, where we live, people stayed home from work and school because the roads were snowy and icy, but healthcare workers couldn't do that because... And then there was a Jeep club that hopped in and said, hey, whoever needs to get picked up... Let us know, and the Jeep Club 
kind of went out and picked oh, that's folks awesome. up. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, because so much was just shut down on Friday. I felt pretty manly, too, during the snow and ice storm because we have an SUV. It's Caitlin's SUV that we're not scared to go out and drive in the ice or snow. And so I'm driving and we would come across people stuck. And I got out, use the old muscle. You for- pushed someone? Oh, multiple people. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Ah. Look at you. Don't be so shocked. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> be- Are you feeling okay today? And my shoulder is, I told Eddie, we were just talking about, you know, playing golf. And I have, I've had an injured shoulder for like the past year and a half from doing breaking Bobby Bones. And it's finally better. I'm pushing cars. Some girl was stuck outside the Kroger parking lot. And so we parked, and Caitlin and I both got out. We're st- and it, boom, there it went. Car drove off. She was like, thank you, kind sir. And drove off. Just <laughs> doing your deed. She probably got stuck a mile down the road. But you know what? For a minute, it was all good. Hey, I'm not a hero. Stop no, calling no, me a no, hero, no, guys. No, no. Stop calling me yeah. a hero. Yeah. No I one called no you one. one. Oh, okay. It's fine. All right, all right. Just, now that explains it. Do you have little voices in your head? Guys, stop calling me a hero. I'm trying to do the show. All right. Hey. Hey, what's the hat? Eddie? Oh, man. I mean, it was huge. My Dallas Cowboys, they're in the playoffs in the NFL, and I can't believe it. Like, I have not said a single word all season long about the Cowboys because they always ruin it. Guys, we have a big chance to go to the Super Bowl because they are in the playoffs, and I am so excited. Well, There's a long way to go. Well, of course. But you're mentioning it now, so did you just That's ruin true. it? That's true. You just jinxed it. Dang, I didn't think about that. Well, also, Amy's been saying she's not going to get COVID or hasn't got COVID. Uh, but that's not wood you're knocking on. I this don't is some care. kind of fake. I don't even know what this is. Fake wood doesn't work? It, no. Uh, I think it is wood under here, under this Formica, whatever it is. All right. Hey. Hey, what's the hat? All right, Lunchbox. Man, let me tell you, the snow, we don't see snow very often. So, I mean, everybody goes crazy in the snow. We go to the park. We're throwing snowballs. So to the lady that I hit her 11 or 12-year-old kid, I'm sorry. I know I'm not supposed to throw kids at 11-year-old snowballs. I was throwing it at my kid. Your kid ran in front of it. I apologize, and she got a little upset at me. But, hey, it's just a snowball. Calm down. It's oh, wow. just a snowball. Oh, wow. Yeah. Calm down. Just did, a snowball. Wait, are you, did you save that to yell this on air or did you say that to her? No, face? I said it to her, but she got, she was like, excuse me, what do you think you're throwing snowballs at my kid? And I'm like, he ran right it. in front of it. And <laughs> it's just a snowball. I was like, it's just a snowball. And he ran as I'm throwing it at my three-year-old and it hit him in the back. I mean, come on. All right. It's just a snowball. Hey, lady, it's just a snowball. <laughs> it is. It's just All a right. snowball. Hey, <laughs> what's the hat? It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. On Christmas morning, these two 19-year-old hikers decided to go to a mountain in Eugene, Oregon to go hiking for the week. So they go, and they were expected to be back by December 29th, which is just four days later, and nothing. The family hears nothing from them. Here comes the New Year's Eve, and the family's like, okay, they're supposed to be back like two days ago. We have to do something. So they call the authorities. They say, all right, we'll go on New Year's Day, send a helicopter, and we'll go look for them. And these guys wrote, S-O-S in the snow in huge, huge, huge letters and the helicopter found them right away. They're like, well, there they are. And they said, that's the one thing. Like, let's get this out. If you're stranded somewhere, write in big letters S-O-S and we'll find you. Because you'd think needle in a haystack, go yeah. to a mountain. Where are these guys? So. And then if you pee in that S-O-S, it's yellow and it's not just white. <laughs> it's a yes. lot of pee. Sure. But do you know what S-O-S means? I, I, I thought it was like, no, which is the S-O-L? Oh. S-O-L means blank out of luck. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. it's not that. What do you think S-O-S means? Stranded out somewhere. That's interesting. Stranded outside. Something. It actually means strength of schedule. 
What? Strength and schedule? Arkansas has the hardest strength of schedule every single year in football. Okay. What? Okay. That's why you use no, SOS. It doesn't. <laughs> no, so that's a sports sports. Uh, but strength uh, SOS. I don't think it means anything, right, Mike? Like it's uh, like it says, a, uh, save our ship or save our souls. Oh, save. Yeah. Oh. So it does mean so something. It does mean something, I guess. <laughs> Little, Not strength of schedule. Little did I know. I thought it was just something people wrote that really had no meaning except help. Yeah, and it's yeah. not SOL either. Uh, it's okay. something else. Oh, unless you are SOL. <laughs> then you can write, I'm SOL. <laughs> help us. <laughs> Save our souls, huh? Yep. Save our ship. Yep, both. Okay, there you Very go. Very cool. Hey, good story. Thank you. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, why don't we go over, let's see. We have a lot of calls. Mackenzie in Ohio is on line one. She's been waiting patiently. Mackenzie, thank you so much for calling the Bobby Bone Show. What's happening? Good morning, studio. Morning. Good morning. I feel like we should well, slow back. Good, good morning. Hey, um, I just want to thank you, Bobby, for like just doing what you do because I am a wedding photographer here in Ohio, and yesterday I got an inquiry. And I have like a little section that says, why do you want to work with me? And they said, because they saw my bio or like my about page on my website. And I said that I'm a daily Bobby Bone show listener. And she's like, I had to inquire because you were a B-teamer. And I was like, I just need to say thank you because you guys are so awesome. Ah, that's awesome. I'd love to hear it. So someone's going to hire you that's also a show listener. To come in, and so you can't mess up. That's what I hear. Yeah. You got to do it, Mackenzie. <laughs> listen, my my reputation is at stake here. You got to do a great job. All right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> I also wanted to say too. Um, do you remember the um, the voicemail left that said that the person who thinks it's funny when you burp on the post show pre show? A long time ago. That, yes. That was, that was me. That was me. So I'm like always going to stick up for you. So I just had to let I you know that, that. too. Uh, thank you. I, you know, I've stopped a lot of that burping. Yeah. yeah. You've grown up. No. No. <laughs> I try to just drink carbonated beverages. Oh, that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, that's pretty much it, though. Uh, Mackenzie, congratulations. Thank you for sharing that story. If I, I love the B team. They make our job easier. They uh, are so giving, generous whenever we are like, hey, let's do something for somebody else. Just if you listen to the show and you want to make a difference, you're automatically a B teamer. Like, that's what it's about. People say, how do I join the B team? Well, if you'd like to, you are. The end. So thank you very much. Mackenzie, have a great week. Thank you for calling. Thank you. See ya. All right. Bye. Uh, I wish I could burp, like, to time that out perfectly. <laughs> but uh, no. All right. Time for the news. Let's go. Bobby's Big Stories. All right. This guy got 11 doses of the vaccine, and it wasn't so he could be paid to get people cards. He said when he got vaccinated, he had some crazy joint issues that started to feel better. So then he's like, let me get vac- vaccinated again. So and like a got better. side effect that benefited mm-hmm. him? It was. You shouldn't do this. No. But he got 11 doses of the COVID vaccine. And he says he feels great. And it's the, only, it's the only time he's felt like this and felt this good. Well, that's amazing. I got to tell you, if I was getting it and something was ha- like, if I had like chronic neck pain yeah. and the vaccine helped me, I'd be sneaking in too. My name is Juan. <laughs> <laughs> right. But then I would be worried about what, what else is going to happen to me after uh, my 12th not, dose. <laughs> not if my neck pain was killing me like forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, but don't do this. Uh, this is from some website called Eastern Eye. He's 65 years old, a retired postman. The jabs had helped him get rid of aches and pains and to stay healthy, he said. He added he had not suffered any adverse effects. Hmm. But if you get this yourself, you probably will. Eleven of them, you'll probably have some sort of (laughs) adverse effect. And I don't even know that, but I'm just guessing. 
Uh, California schools locked down over an umbrella. Things got crazy at Paso Robles High School on Friday when a student brought a large umbrella to school. Another student, who apparently never saw one before, reported a student carrying a gun to school officials. Police recalled the lockdown happened, and surveillance video showed it was an umbrella. It was embarrassing, but p- police say if you see anything suspicious, report it. I'd rather be safe than sorry, but what what grade did you say? What, That's high, from KSBY High School. Oh, high School, because you say they never saw an umbrella Maybe it was before. an umbrella. Because some umbrellas do look like they can be gun-shaped. Yeah. I don't think I would confuse... Unless it was like a, um, you know, an, a ooze, an Uzi-shaped yeah. umbrella. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of those. Yeah. Well. I don't think I would be confused, but I mean, even just holding an umbrella kind of looks like a gun. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I guess. Not really. I'm just trying. I don't <laughs> think the kid had anything bad in his mind. All right. Next up, a 12-year-old girl who earned her high school diploma at age nine graduates from college with a 4.0 GPA. Wow. Becoming the youngest ever person to get a degree from her Florida school. Uh, she's from Western Florida. She graduated from Broward College in Fort Lauderdale with an associate's degree on December 15th after earning a 4.0 GPA. The preteen was nine when she got her high school diploma and passed the state's post-secondary education readiness test. At age 10, she took classes. At age 12, she got her associates. She will continue her education in the spring at the University of Florida where she studies computer programming, chemistry, and biology. That's from the Daily Mail. That's awesome. I'm jealous That's of that. All, yeah. I mean, yes, but also... No, I'm jealous. I wish that were me. Oh, you do? Okay. Yeah. Right. I wish that were me now. Well, you, <laughs> Bobby, you're smart, so yeah, I don't know why good, you wouldn't dude. take, Not like, like, that, though. Not like that. That would be awesome. The high school experience, the college experience. Like, she'll be, you know, 14 and in the real world. I'm going to tell you something about the high school experience and the college experience. Overrated. Oh. Okay. Wasn't very cool for me. Yeah. I mean, you were, yeah, working all the time. Working When you're working, when you're in high school and you're smaller than everybody else mm-hmm. and you're getting pounded or when college you're working the whole time, eh. Okay. I'd rather been six. Fair. And, be, and, and graduated Harvard. That would have been awesome. Uh, the 79th annual Golden Globes happened, but they weren't on TV. They weren't even streaming. They just had it and then announced the winners on social media last Why night. didn't they do their, like, dinner um, that they do? There was controversy over the lack of diversity. And oh. also unethical behavior. I remember uh, reading that. Uh, also, COVID didn't help. I don't know that it is why it shut it down. But best drama went to Power of the Dog. We almost watched this on Netflix. It's a Western. Mike, did you like it? I liked it a lot. Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. It's Kirsten on now. Nuts. Yeah. Uh, Kirsten Nuts in it? Yeah. It, I'm not a big Western guy. Neither am I. But you you watched it. What'd you, what do you give it? It's a slow burn, but after all, I watched it four out of five. Wow. That's, that's big. What's the it called power, again? The Power of the Dog. It's on Netflix, right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, best Actress in a Drama, Nicole Kidman from Being the Ricardos, which I thought she was great. Best Actor in a Drama, Will Smith for King Richard. Over in the TV side of things, Best Drama Series, Succession. I can co-sign that. Hmm. Best Musical or Comedy Series, Hacks with Gene Smart. I like that. She also won for Best Actress in a Musical or Comedy Series. I thought we weren't calling actors actresses anymore. In the categories, they still do. Well, pick one, man. I'm confused because I'm like, well, she's a heck of an actress. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> oh, no, it's just right here. I'm confused. Uh, that's all I'll care to mention. Uh, best actor in a musical or comedy series went to Jason Sudeikis. Yes, oh. for Ted, Ted Lasso. Lasso. There you go. All right, that's a lot, but that's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. On the phone is Riley in Georgia. Riley, you're 14 years old. Thank you for calling. What do you want to say? So 
um, I just had an idea for um, since Eddie made his kid eat bologna sandwiches because his grades weren't good, that every time he loses a game, he should have to eat a bologna sandwich. As punishment for losing the game. <laughs> As his meal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I love the idea. I think there should be some sort of, and, and Riley, you've put me on to something here. I think when we start to punish Eddie for things, because we all get punished in weird ways, it should be by bologna sandwich. I don't think it's if you lose a game because that you're volunteering to play. Right. And people are starting to hold that against you that you're winning a lot of games. But if Eddie does something like doesn't watch a movie, he's told to watch for homework or is late. His punishments? No. All for 2020. The punishment for being late is you get sent home. That's I know, but when he comes back. Mm. But when he comes back. His punishments will be for all of 2022. <laughs> Mike, write this down. Okay. Any punishment for Eddie will be eating bologna sandwiches. Okay. And, and not to, because it's me that we're talking about yeah. and I shouldn't be you know adding to this yeah, punishment, yeah, yeah. but it should be like a week of bologna sandwiches because that, that's what was tough for my kid. Not one bologna well, sandwich. No, 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 but it might be like five in a row here. <laughs> like in one setting? Yes, yes, yes. Oh. <laughs> that's crazy. So for the year, your punishments will be bologna sandwiches. Okay. But that's a great idea, Riley. We appreciate you calling and kind of sharing that with us. You're welcome. Do you have school today? Um, I'm homeschooled, so I'm not really doing my work right now. What uh, What's your favorite subject? Um, probably history. Hmm. Okay. If her grades start suffering, she should eat bologna sandwiches. No, I'm on no team Riley here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Riley, thank you for calling and I hope you have an awesome day. Thank you. All right. See you later. <laughs> uh, let's see. Jacob in North Carolina is on the phone. Hey, Jacob, thank you for calling the Bobby Bone Show. What's Morning. going on with you? Morning, studio. Morning. Morning, studio. Morning. <laughs> <laughs> he does it again. He just keeps doing it. Yeah. Sorry, my phone disconnected. So uh, I heard you guys talking on the news a little while ago about the whole shutdown school in North Car- in California because of the umbrella. Yeah. My uh, my university about 10, 12 years ago, a nearby security camera caught a um, an umbrella on a camera nearby campus and the entire campus and schools nearby shut down and police swarmed the entire downtown area and they finally released the footage on social media and the news of the umbrella guy and it was just a student who um was in a classroom at in one of the uh, science buildings i think and he finally was like called the police and like hey that was just me and my umbrella um walking to campus did it look like a gun from the footage? I mean, the camera was kind of blurry, but I think they're being more safe than sorry. People described it as like a shotgun, um, but it turns out, I mean, they even posted pictures with them later. It was just a old-fashioned umbrella. Yeah, and the old-fashioned kind of gets you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, again, I think it's probably hypervigilance, which I'm grateful for at times. And this is probably a time when there are a lot of school shootings. Yeah. And I can see how an umbrella from afar, if you have astigmatism, maybe a little nearsightedness, and you're turned backward, can look like a gun. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jacob, I appreciate that. Thank you for the call, man. Yeah. Hey, would you hit us with one more morning studio? I'd love to go three for three. Please. Yeah. Morning studio. 
Morning! Morning! <laughs> and go Pirates. All right, go Pirates. Is that what he said? Huh? Yeah, Pirates. pirates. Any, Is that baseball? Oh, okay, ECU, Eastern Carolina. Oh, God, yeah, that's right. Are they just rooting for Pirates in general out on the open sea? There are those. I don't want to coastline that one. Here's Lunchbox going out in the streets. He wants to know how long you can say Happy New Year. Every question this comes up, and nobody really has an official answer. Lunchbox went out and talked to people to see how they felt about the use of Happy New Year. Here we go. Here's number one. Happy New Year, man. Happy New Year. Now, I got a question for you. I got a question for you. At what point do we stop saying Happy New Year? I I don't know. I really don't know. But what do you feel is appropriate? I think anytime you encounter somebody new in the month of January, you tell them, you know, Happy New Year for the first time. Today, I I, I did appreciate with my servers, and I was like, hey, if I haven't told you, Happy New Year. Okay. So (laughs) you'll say all the way through January, it's okay to say Happy New Year. I I think that's fair. But once we hit February? That's it. Okay. It's expired. All right. Thank you, my man. (laughs) Take care, (laughs) y'all. Because once February hits, it's Happy Valentine's Day, right, right, to everybody you see. Uh, I do use Happy New Year now just in the end of emails. I got a text yesterday, hey, from someone I haven't heard in a, heard from in a long time. Hey, Happy New Year. Yes. How's it going? It was the, the bridge into communicating. So I don't say it in human form anymore, but I will write, oh, I hope you're having a Happy New Year. Send. So text and email. Yeah, I think we're down to just things you write. <laughs> Things you say, maybe not so much. Here's the next one. A question for you. When do you stop saying Happy New Year? Is it too late in the year already? I don't know. I am not the authority on social customs, that's for sure. I don't know. Oh, God, I didn't know if it's awkward because it's already, you know, eight, nine days into New Year's. I am really awkward because I'm, as far as I know, go ahead and do it. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Oh. And that also was awkward. <laughs> she didn't want that she job. Didn't know. But also, I wouldn't want someone coming in with a microphone while I'm working. <laughs> Lunchbox always goes after people working in restaurants, yeah. too. Is that because they're just available, Lunchbox, always there? Yeah, they can't go anywhere. Like, they're stuck. They have to talk to you. Like, people just, like, walking down the street for a walk. They, no, no, get away from me. These people have to give, give customer service, so they're easy to talk to. All right, here's the next clip. When do we stop saying Happy New Year? Uh, probably, what's today? 15. Okay, 15. So, like, two half- weeks in. Yeah. Okay. After that, it's a little weird. Yeah. All right. So your 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 judgment is the fifteenth. I'm always like, I don't know when you can say Happy New Year. I mean, honestly, you could say it up until the end of December. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Okay. What? Interesting. <laughs> like the whole year. Yeah. You should do this again in like July, but you just go say Happy New Year to people so they say it back, okay. like in the middle of summer. <laughs> Happy New Year. Hey, can I? Just to see if they say it any time. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you, Lunchbox. Okay. Let me explain to you what happened. There's a woman. She's on an airplane. In the seat ahead of her, she sees someone on their phone. She can see the screen of what they're typing. The person writes on their screen as they're texting a friend the following, quote, we have COVID, dot, 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 shh. That's why we're returning home a day early. We're on the plane now. Now, well, go ahead. I, your, your mouth is wide open. What is your response? Because I am shocked. That's rude, irresponsible, I don't even know what to do at this point because you're already on the plane exposing everybody. I hate to have you kicked off, but. <laughs> well, the like, internet is split. People that are mad at the girl because she's spying on someone's phone. Okay. No, I've seen people's phones on the plane before. I'm not spying. Someone uh, accused me of COVID on a plane once on their phone. It didn't feel good. 
I was coughing, and then the girl next to me texted someone else on the plane that I guess was her friend. Is like, girl next to me has COVID. Uh. And I was like, excuse me, no, I don't. Did you say something? No, oh, I didn't exactly. say anything, but I didn't have it COVID. It was like Lunchbox with the snowballs earlier. <laughs> it didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> Get over it, lady. <laughs> well, so, yeah, that's that. You can't be mad at that. Some people are saying she saw the girl spying, and they don't know this. They're just. And, and they're creating a story in their head. She saw the girl spying on her text and then wrote, I have COVID, shh, just to freak her out. Oh. But I don't oh. think that's something you would write no. to freak somebody out because that could get you in trouble too. I would just like move my phone away so she couldn't see it. What would you do? Honestly. You're one row behind her, by the way. That's how you saw her phone. I, I guess I maybe just tap her on the shoulder. Ooh, I don't want to touch her. Yeah, she has COVID. (laughs) By the way, you're not tapping anybody, Amy. Let's not act like you're all confrontational with somebody. You would be the story on a plane where somebody gets in a fight. We'd have our own story. No, I'm not going to be confrontational about it. I would be kind and I would say, excuse me, did you just say that you have COVID? She didn't say it though. I'm going to be her. I'm going to be her. Go, go. I'm sorry. Did you just say that you have COVID? I didn't say that out loud. But you said it on your text. Why are you looking at my phone? I couldn't help Weirdo. but see it. Weirdo! Like, Stranger have- <laughs> danger! <laughs> you have large font. She, she just touched me. <laughs> and then the, and then the flight attendant comes over and is like, what is all this about? Well, I just saw that this person texted they have COVID, Would so you I rather, asked okay, them about it. Here's a question. I stay calm. Because if the flight attendant goes, is that true? And they delay the flight. Would you rather fly with someone who says they have COVID? That's the thing. They're already on the plane. So or... Like, or... Get to your place on time and risk it. I'll probably get to my place on time. Move on, move on with your life. Yeah, yeah, move on. Yeah. Let's just go. That's Wheels why up, baby. They've already contaminated my space. So if I get it, I get it. That's why if they get kicked off, that's, yes, that's annoying. But still, I'm frustrated and you can't do that. You can't, you know, people have done it too. I mean, obviously this happened, but you can't, why would you get on a plane if you know you're positive? You got to get, get home. I don't care. I wonder if you're in a hotel, if you get COVID, if they cover the cost, or you have to pay for your own, well, the time 10 days and you don't, you don't have the money to do uh, that. Yeah, I wondered that. I don't know. I'm sure someone out there has been through it. Through COVID? Yeah, a lot. <laughs> I mean, through Actually, that. millions. <laughs> that scenario. Because if you're in a hotel... And on vacation, and you have enough to go on this vacation, but you don't have enough to stay 10 more days in a hotel if it's, you know, 100 bucks a night, 200 bucks a night. And you're like, yep, oh, you have COVID. Where do you isolate? Do you have to go to a cheaper hotel? Do they pay for it? I, I mean, I don't know that. Does Fauci jump out of this credit card and swipe Ooh. it for you? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Because what is she supposed to do? Probably just get home. So that's the story. You, you, but you would say something. You just well, said you would. You in would. my mind, I would. Right now, that's what I would do. But honestly... I wouldn't cause a scene. Here's what I do. I put my head in my shirt, wrap it with duct tape <laughs> that they have because they have to duct tape a lot of people for being crazy. Oh, so and then, then I would just get, get home. So I don't get it. That's right. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Clark County, Oregon. Police couldn't figure out who kept breaking into local convenience store and stealing all the tobacco products. Then one night, they arrived to the scene, broken window, cigarettes all gone. Oh, wait, it had snowed recently. Footprints. Do, 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 do. Led right to a house two blocks away. Two teenagers arrested. That's funny. Mm-hmm. It gets them every time. That they yeah. left their tracks in the snow. <laughs> <laughs> That's like something on a cartoon, like right. Inspector Gadget or something. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. I'm interested to hear how you feel about this, Amy. Number three. 
A couple in Minnesota named Craig and Vanessa Lynch got married last month. Now a clip from their ceremony is going viral because Vanessa delivered vows to Craig's son, nine-year-old Henry, and promised to be the best stepmom ever. Here's a clip from her vows. I promise to love you as if you were my own. And lastly, I promise I'll be the best wife for your dad. And I promise to be the best stepmom that you meet. Oh, well, I think that's amazing. Yeah, I also think the editor needs to not put the words behind her talking. <laughs> the music. The piano was a little loud, and somebody's going, hoo-ha, hoo-ha. What is that? Come on. Yes, yeah, I love the idea of it, but the audio we could use a little work on. <laughs> Number two. A 23-year-old named Melanie graduated from the University of Texas at San Antonio last month, and so did her 88-year-old grandfather. He'd always wanted to get his degree, so they enrolled together. They'd already graduated from community college together back in 2017, but they just hit up UTSA and they both have their degree. Again, he's 88 and he got Amazing. his college degree. That's awesome. All right, let's go. Number one. A 16-year-old kid in Texas named Jonathan Fredericks spent a year working at Chick-fil-A so he could buy a car. He paid 10 grand for a guy's Mazda SUV, but then it got repoed last year because the guy didn't actually own it. Oh, no. Oh. Mm-hmm. So he ended up with no car and no money. But luckily, a dealership called Frank Kent Motor Company heard about it and stepped up to help. They gave him a Kia Soul SUV to replace it. It looks like, by just me looking at the pictures, it might actually be better than the one he had. (laughs) But how about that? You save up and they take it and you're like... Terrible. My car. They're I like, mean, it ain't your car. What did that guy give him? Like, did he give him a title or anything? Piece of construction paper that said, it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> that was the Good News Countdown. All right. Thank you. Have a great, great, great uh, rest of your Monday. We'll see you tomorrow. Bobby Bones Show. Bye, everybody. Uh, the Bobby Bones Show.